0: Ready to go in this sermon today. I want you just to lift your hands with me and just pray right now, Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for this word. I thank you, my God, that you're already here in this place before one vehicle pulled up on the parking lot. You are already here. And I thank you today for this: that you're always with your people. You always show up for those that are hungry for you, that yearn for you. And I thank you today, Father, that your word is going to become alive in here today. Why? Because faith receives. We give you the praise, the glory, and the honor now in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Everybody look this way at me real quick. Just put a big smile on your face. Come on. Let me see them pearly whites. Hallelujah. Even if you ain't got no teeth, it's all right. Come on. Praise God. Mark chapter 4. Now, read this with me right here. He said, and he said, so is the kingdom of God, as if a man should cast what? Seed into the ground, and should sleep and rise night and day, and the seed should spring up and grow up, and he knoweth not how. Now, go to Matthew 13, 44 real quick. Read this right here. And this is Jesus again. He said, again, the kingdom of heaven is likened to a treasure hid in a field. The which, when a man hath found it, so in other words, somebody say, He found the treasure. He hideth and for joy, therefore, or thereof, goeth and sell all that he has to buy the field. Somebody say, You have to know, come on, where the treasure is. Say it one more again. You have to know where the treasure is. Now, I want you to pull up that picture for me, real quick, Dave. Everybody see this? Anybody know what this is? It's a a seed package, right? Now, especially in the springtime, now watch this right here. When you go to the store, you go to Lowe's or Walmart or something like that, you'll find a whole section of what? Seed packages, right? Come on, somebody stay with me. Seed packages. Now, I want you to notice something on here, because I'm going to tell you something today. I want to ask you a question. Has your seed became your harvest? Now I want to take my time for a moment. Has your seed became your harvest? Say that with me now. Has my seed became my harvest? You say, why did you ask me that? Because I want you to think about what I'm saying. Now look at this package. You don't see a seed on this package, do you? Somebody talk to me. You don't see a seed on this package, do you? What do you see? You see the harvest, don't you? Exactly. You see the sunflower. And notice what they do. They've got it right. They want to sell this to you. So they're not going to sell you. Listen, they're not going to try to show you a seed, right? Because there's no beauty in a seed. Somebody better hear me now. There's no beauty in a seed. And the seed is not going to motivate you to go out Teal up that garden, work that thing, make sure there are no weeds get in it, work out in the hot sun all for months and months just so you can get this right here. They're not going to show you that, but what are they going to show you? They're going to show you the final product, amen? They're going to show you that beautiful sunflower. And if you just buy this package right here, guess what? You can have this, right? Has your seed became your harvest. So what am I saying today? I'm saying this to you. Have you came to the place where you're no longer seeing a seed? Oh, come on. But now you're seeing a harvest. In other words, you are seeing you have a harvest mindset. You know that you know that whatever you have sowed to in the word of God and the kingdom of God, you know that you have received it. Oh, come on, somebody. You say you think I'm talking about here, don't you? No, you've got to know that you know that you've received it before you see any evidence of it. Somebody better help me in here this morning. You have to know that you have your harvest before it actually manifests. And so I'm going to ask you one more time. Has your seed became your harvest? Well, praise the Lord. I'm just waiting on the Lord. Oh, I'm just waiting on God to do something. No, that's, I'm not asking you what God is doing. I'm asking you about you. Do, you. do all you see is a seed? Or do you see this? You see what I'm saying? Because you see this. The reason why they show you the final thing, because it's going gonna, it's gonna to motivate you to go home and till up the ground. It's going to motivate you to get everything ready, get your tiller and all that thing ready. It's going to motivate you to go out there day after day and make sure there's no weeds or nothing there. Why? Because somebody say that's the power of vision. Say it with me. That's the power of vision. See, the problem is, is a lot of people don't have a vision with their seed. You you start preaching about seed in church houses, you get people very uncomfortable. Especially when you talk about money. Because if you do that, then you start getting people squirming. Because you know why? All they see is a seed. They don't see the harvest. But if you could see the harvest, you'd have no problem with the seed. Somebody say amen. Come on, y'all. Too quiet this morning. I said if you could see the harvest... You would have no problem with the seed. You see, that's why we have no... You ever noticed you have no problem buying up all these packages in the store? You ever notice that? I mean, you buying this and buying that. And to, then you don't even think about the work involved trying to get this to that point. Come on. You don't think about it, do you? Because all you see is a vision. Ladies and gentlemen, the kingdom of God would be a lot easier for you if you'd get a vision about where you're going. Come on. All we think about with faith and and the Word of God is that it's all a bunch of work. Come on. It's all a bunch of work. All we got to do is till, till, till and try try to toil all day long trying to get something from God. But if I have a vision, you see, you might have symptoms in your body right now. But if you've got a vision of you being strong and healthy, it's a lot easier to bear what you're going through right now. You see, if I have a vision that I'm going to be blessed, it's a whole lot easier looking at them bills in front of me, seeing when they've got to be paid and that's got to be paid. You see, it's a whole lot easier. Why? Because I no longer see a seed, but I see a harvest. Somebody put your hands together give God some praise right now. You have to come to the place where your harvest is more real than your seed. You have to come to the place, ladies and gentlemen, when you are more convinced of what you see right here than the seed you have to plant. Mm -mm -mm. Somebody say, has my seed became my harvest. Write this down. Vision prompts you to do something. Vision prompts you to do something. Amen? The other night, I seen Johnny's video right here. He talked about, he said, God gave me a what? Vision. What caused him to step out in faith? Vision. If you don't see, see many people try to operate in faith with no vision. Tell me something. How can you do that? It's not possible. You have to see something. Some of you have seen me do this example before. I I can say to you right now, map of Virginia. Now, what did you just see? Some of you, watch this, some of you seen an actual map of Virginia just now in your mind. But others of you may have just, map of Virginia, what's he talking about? You see what I'm saying? You've got to have a vision. You've got to see yourself there before you get there. You've got to see. See, many of you have, God has told you a word. How many received a word? God has told you a word. Have you put a vision with that word? Has your seed became a harvest? I'm not asking you if it's manifested yet. I'm, a, I'm telling you, I'm asking you, has, have you seen the vision of your harvest? Because sometimes we go through things and we go through trials and storms and, and tribulations sometimes and we get weary in what we're going through. We get weary in the process. We get weary of, of keep holding on, of trying to, to keep pushing forward. But see, the problem is, is we are still stuck on a seed. We're still stuck on a seed instead of being motivated and focused on our harvest. You see, that's when you got to look around and say, I can still take joy in this. I can still take uh, peace in this because I know it's not always going to be this way. Somebody better help me right now. It's not always going to be this way. Things are going to turn around for me because, let me tell you something, God's already promised me. So I have a harvest mindset. Somebody say, a harvest mindset go to John 4 35 (coughs) read this right here Jesus said he said say not yourself within yourself there are yet four months and then cometh what harvest behold I say unto you lift up your eyes somebody say see something oh See something. Look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest. You know when Jesus said this? He said this right after he had a meeting with the woman at the well. Come on. How many remembers that story? The woman at the well, you see, while the the disciples were like, why is he talking to this woman? Why is he even fellowshipping or having anything to do with her? Jesus seen an opportunity to bring forth a harvest. Uh, some of you in here this morning, listen, some of you by the sound of my voice and watching through the media or television, some waiting for harvest you're sitting around twiddling your thumbs well I'm just waiting on God to move I'm waiting on God to do something let me tell you how the kingdom of God works the harvest you have to go after it you gotta make it happen somebody better help me in here this one you have to make something happen in your life you say what do I do you've got to get up and do what God has told you to do you've got to put you've got to apply the word of God to your life harvest is not just gonna come and fall on your lap come on you know this those of you that raise a garden in the natural you know that you just can't sit there and pet the seeds and just look at them and just say oh well look how beautiful they are aren't they lovely aren't they wonderful that's not going to get anything done is it you're going to be waiting and waiting and waiting on the harvest and guess what harvest is not going to come but if you take a step out if you press forward If you take a chance, you you understand that every time you plant something in the ground, you take a chance. You take a chance. Oh, I just want a sure thing. There is no such thing. Come on. God's not going to call you to a sure thing. He's going to call you to step out in faith when it looks uncertain. Somebody better hear me in here. He's going to call you to a place where it doesn't look like you can see the next step you've got to make. But you've just got to let your foot fall anyways. Because you see, that's what it's called trusting Him. But I found out something in here. That every time I trusted God, He never failed me. Oh, somebody better hear me in here. He never failed. Every time I stepped out in faith with God, He never caused me to fail. But He always came through, and He came through right on time. Somebody better give Him some praise in here this morning. He will come through for you. He will step in for you. But He's waiting on you to make a move. See, some of you are waiting on I'm waiting on my healing. It'll never come. I'm waiting on my miracle. It'll never come. I know you don't hear this in church, but it's the truth. They don't just happen. Say this with me miracles don't just happen. You're not just in here and all of a sudden you catch it and no, it don't work that way. You have to have the harvest mindset. See, Jesus could have walked on past the well and said, well, you know what, I've got I to go to a place to minister today. I'm doing my own thing. But he's seen opportunity, and he took it. You see, why other people, oh, this is good. Now watch this. Why other people were just seeing seed. Jesus was seeing Harvest. And because he seen harvest, guess what happened? He got harvest. You say, when's God going to move for me? When are things going to happen for me? When are things going to begin to click for me? i tell you, when you start seeing harvest, that's what I'm looking for, pastor. I'm looking for something to manifest. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when you see it here. When you see it in your spirit, when you see yourself already there, then guess what? You're so caught up in the natural, you're so caught up in what's going on around you, that means nothing. Let me tell you why. Because if you get it here, here is going to have to match up with what you're seeing in the spirit. Somebody better give God some praise right now. It will match up for you. But first, you have to see it here. Mm, He's seen the harvest. Do you see it? Write this down. You've got to see a harvest where there is no evidence to make a harvest. Ooh, that's good. You have to see a harvest where there is no evidence to make a harvest. Again, let us go back to a garden or a field. At first, there is... No evidence. There's not a little sprout. There's not a blade. There's nothing. All that's there is some piles of dirt. Come on. That's all you see. But do you stop because that's all you see? Are you here? Do you stop there? No, you don't. You continually go to the mounds of dirt and water them every day. And make sure the birds or the deer or anything else are not getting in those things. Even though you don't see any evidence. Why? I'll tell you why. Because you have a harvest mindset. This is good. But guess what? Let me ask you a question. Why don't you have this in a spiritual standpoint? Oh praise, God. I prayed and nothing happened. Just because you didn't see something happen, somebody hear me. I prayed and the symptoms didn't succeed. okay? So I prayed and my finances didn't turn around yet. Are you going to quit? Is that going to cause you to, to quit praying? When you do the same thing in the natural, there are times when you don't see any evidence, but yet you go out there day after day tending to that harvest, tending to that garden. Why don't we have the same attitude when it comes to the things of the Spirit? Oh, come on, church. I'm trying to tell you how to get a harvest. The only way you can get a harvest... Listen, to make a harvest, you have to have a harvest mindset where there is no evidence. If God puts something in your spirit, now I want to I teach here from me, I'm not here to preach. Listen, if God puts something in your spirit to believe Him for, then you've got to understand that what He's caused you to believe Him for is not here. You can't see any evidence of it in the natural. If you could, then it would not take faith. Amen. It would not take faith. You say, oh, well, I see God moving. Do you need faith to do it? No, you don't. But, but watch this. But what God has put in you to believe him for, it's in the realm of the Spirit. So I have to go, I have to have a harvest mindset even when I don't see any evidence in other words, I have to keep I have to keep claiming health over my body, even when I don't see the evidence. I have to keep uh, claiming. Uh, there are times. Let me tell you something. I've told you this before. <coughs> there are times where I've grabbed my wallet and say, "You will be blessed." Now look at some of you. Yeah, that, that's that's stupid, right? No, it's not, because you see, I'm, I'm claiming harvest. You will be blessed. Now, did that mean that money immediately flowed into my account? No. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? But watch, but watch, but listen to what I'm saying. But the point is just because I didn't see it immediately, I didn't stop speaking of it. You hear what I'm saying? You say, why does the enemy always defeat me? Why does he always beat me? Can I let you in on something? This is why he always beats you. Because you give up within five minutes. Boy, it's, I could hear a pin drop right now. We give up within five minutes. We don't pray with fervent prayer anymore. The Bible says a effectual fervent prayer of a what? Righteous man. Fervent prayer. You know what kind of prayer that is? That's not a cute prayer. That's somebody who is passionate about the prayer. Why? How can I passionately pray about something even when I don't see evidence? Oh, because I have a harvest mindset. You see, I've already seen the final outcome, I've seen the final product. I've seen that beautiful flower on the package. It might be tough right now. It may, there may not be no evidence right now. You may think I'm foolish right now, but guess what? Eventually, you're going to see something begin to manifest in the natural. You're going to see something begin to be displayed for God's glory. And then guess what happens? When that flower finally comes forth, that sunflower seeds, nobody's talking junk about you anymore. Come on. Do you ever notice when you believe in God for something, everybody wants to call you crazy until it manifests? Then where are they at? Somebody say amen on that. Hallelujah. So let me say this one more time. You've got to see a harvest where there was no evidence to make a harvest. Do you see it? What do you believe in God for this morning? Do you already see it in the Spirit? That's what you got to ask yourself. Because with the kingdom of God, you have to see the evidence of your faith before you actually see the manifestation. Go to Matthew uh, 9.37. He said unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the labors are what? Few. Pray you therefore to the what? The Lord of the what? Say that with me again. The Lord of the what? That he will send for laborers into his harvest. Ooh, I love that right there. So I told you before, go back to that picture, Dave, if we can. Now watch this. I told you before. They put the vision, the visual, the picture of the harvest or the final product on the package. So what? So it prompts you to do something. Amen. It motivates you to keep going forward. Now listen to me right here. Notice what Jesus said. He did not say, pray to the Lord of the seed. He said, pray to the Lord of what? The harvest. Oh, that gets me excited. Why? Because that tells me something. This is what it tells me. That God never intended His word to stay word in my life. Are you hearing me? God never intended for the dreams that he gave me to stay dreams. He never intended the visions that he placed in my spirit to stay visions. Somebody better help me in here this morning before I come back here on you. Give God some praise in this place. Come on. He never meant for these things to stay this way. Why? Because he's not the Lord of the seed. He's the Lord of the harvest. Woo! Woo! He's the Lord of the manifestation. So notice what Jesus said. He said the harvest is there. Oh, I'm waiting on God to do something. Oh, I'm just waiting on God to do... I'm just waiting on God to make a way. I'm just waiting, 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 waiting. And God is saying the harvest is already there. Why aren't you going after it? Those of you in here this morning, God has promised you things. Have you went after it? Are you sitting back and say, Well, one day it's going to manifest? The enemy's going to cheat you right out of it. It's never going to come forth. You have to go after what God told you. Amen. So, in other words, the harvest is ready, the harvest is there. You know what, what Jesus said to pray for? He said, We need to pray for people that'll go after the harvest. In other words, what's God seeking for? Right now in this building today, what is God seeking for from you? Let me tell you what He's seeking. He's seeking for some people in here today, by the sound of my voice, that will believe Him for a harvest. He's seeking for somebody today that will believe Him for a miracle. That will believe him for a healing. That will believe him for a breakthrough in their life. He is is waiting on somebody just to believe that he is who he is. (coughs) That's what he's doing today. Why? Because he is the Lord of the harvest. He's the Lord of the Manifestation. So if he's the Lord of the harvest, don't you think, agree with me today now, don't you think that I should have a harvest mindset? If God is only thinking about the harvest, shouldn't I be thinking also about the harvest? Shouldn't you, church, be thinking about the harvest today? Again, what has God placed in you? What has he asked you to believe him for? Are you still seeing seed? Are you seeing harvest? In other words, are you, is the only thing you're seeing right now is your situations, your conditions, your circumstances, how tough life is? Or are you seeing what God said? I preached a few weeks ago. Listen, what God told you has to become more real than what's going on around you. Because it's a greater reality. You see, what God said about my body is more powerful than any disease or cancer or anything else you want to name. Did you hear me? It's more powerful. What God said about my finances is more powerful than the U.S. economy. This is good. It's more powerful. So he said, listen, let's pray. God is praying right now. Listen, Jesus is praying right now that you'll have that harvest mindset. That you'll see yourself already there before you even get there. Because you want to know why? Because until you see yourself here, you'll never get there. Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you do not have vision, you stay in the land of Gona. How, many's, how many lives in the land of Gona? Look at somebody. He said, what, what is he talking about? How many stays in the land of Gona? You ever heard of that? I bet you will after I say this. God's going to do this. One day God's going to do that. One day I'm going to have this. And I'm going to have that. Don't we do a great job at that? Oh, yes, we do. We've got that down pat in the church world. Oh, yeah, praise the Lord. God's going to do this and he's going to do that. And one day I'm going to have this and I'm going to. Well, when's that day actually come? We stay in the land of Ghana. Right? Let me tell you something about the enemy. and this is good. Let me tell you something. I'm going to let you in. I'm going to give you a nugget today. Watch this. The enemy does not care if you want to confess what God said as long as you stay in the land of confession and never go into the land of possession. You... How do I know this? Do you ever know? Well, I'm watching this now. I just want you to think for a second. Do you ever notice that in the church, that the church is always talking about what God's going to do? Right? We're always saying what God can do. But how many of and just be real with me, be honest, how many of you actually see these things manifest? Very few times, do you? Very few times. Now, why is that? Because most people have a confession mindset, seed. Most people, listen, we, we can handle that God is going to do something. But when, when somebody asks us, well, when is God going to do it? When does it actually manifest? Then that begins to stretch us, right? And we can't handle that. But see, God never intended you to stay in the land of Confession. He never intended, now watch this, He never intended you just to go around all the days of your life telling people what God's going to do. No, 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 no. He wants you to confess it and then go into the land of possession. Amen? He wants you to come to the place. Listen, I made up my mind years ago. I will not let the enemy keep me in the land of confession. I will not be, let me tell you something. I will not be. You can do whatever you want to do, but as for me, myself, and I, I am not going to stay in the land of confession. I'm going to do everything I can that I can, and then God will do everything He can, and we're going to bring His thing forth, and we're going to walk in the land of possession. In other words, it's going to come very soon, where you're not going to have to watch me say something that God's going to do, but you're going to see it in my life. We must, church, come to a place where we are no longer just confessing what God said He's going to do. But we must come to the place where we must possess what God has done. You see, let me tell you something. You are no threat to the enemy as long as you stay in the land of Ghana. Let's just be real. You are no threat. But let me tell you something. If what God said manifested in your life, He's in trouble. He is in. Tr- now you have become a threat to the enemy. Amen. But all that comes back to this. You must, ha- you must go from a seed mindset to a harvest mindset. You have to make up your mind. I have received what God said. Why? Because the word declares the moment that He spoke it, it was done. So it is. Somebody say every promise he made me, it is. See, another thing God told me, and I'm going to let you in on this. He said, I want you to start speaking about it in a present tense. Now, no show of hands right now, but how many of you, you know what God has promised you, how many of you are speaking it in a present tense? I'd say very few of you are speaking it in a present tense. Why? Because we've not seen it manifest, right? But what's more real to you? That's what God told me. He said, what's more real? The situations, circumstances are what I told you. He said, I want you to start speaking it in present tense. I have this. What God promised me, it's right here. You see, you gotta, you got to bring it from there into the now. Oh, somebody say amen on that. See, that's what you want, right? You want what God has promised you there into the now. The only way you can do that is you have to start having a harvest mindset. And you got to start speaking it as if you already have it. You want to know why? Because you got it. Look at somebody, he done lost his mind. So the word is seed, right? We know this. Jesus said the word is the seed. The only purpose for a seed is to do what? To produce a harvest. Right? That's the only if you get any fruit that has not been genetically modified. Somebody say amen. You get any fruit from the grocery store. Do you know what's going to be in it? Seed. Why? Because everything that God created was made to multiply. Everything. So watch. The only purpose for a seed is what? Harvest. So why are we so worked up about sowing seeds? I'm not just talking about money. I'm talking about anyway. By sowing your time for somebody or doing this. Why are we so worked up? Because watch. Every seed was made, was commanded by God to produce a harvest. It's the same way with the Word of God. Watch this. Jesus said the Word is the seed. Right? Now watch. This was made to produce something. It was not made... (coughs) I'm going watch to watch this right. It was not made to read this and say, ooh, isn't that nice? And then put it down. That's what the church does. That's not what it was made for. This was made for this. Oh, it says I can have this. It says I can do this. Sew it. Did you see what I just did? Everybody, if you follow me, do this. Come on, do it, do it. Yeah. Do you know what you're doing? When you read this word and you take a hold of it, you're sowing it into your heart. You're sowing it into your spirit, man. So watch this. The seed was always designed to produce something. If I sow healing scriptures into me, it must produce... Somebody hear me. If I sow prosperity uh, versus it must produce. If I sow on how to destroy my flesh and make my spirit in command of my life instead of my flesh. In other words, Paul said crucifying your flesh, denying it daily. If I sow them scriptures, then guess what's going to happen? I've got to reap that. That's the power of the word. So in any word that God gives you, It is made to produce something spiritually, physically, financially. It was never meant to stay a seed. Any fruit that you've got, anything, any plant or anything, it was never meant to stay by itself. But it was always meant to produce something. How many knows, ladies and gentlemen, I do not want to be one of those Christians that has to go around and try to convince you that I'm a Christian. Come on. Do you want to be that way? No, you don't. But what do you want? Jesus said you'll know the tree by what? The fruit it bears. There's no fruit without seed. Amen. So we've got to get from a seed mindset... To a harvest mindset. In the story of the scattered seed, every one of them was a different result, right? Every one of them. Now watch this. Every one of them, the results were from vision and mindset. Every one of them. How? Every one of them was a lack of vision and mindset. Until the last one. The Bible says the last one received 30, 60, and 100 fold. Why? Because they had a harvest mindset. They didn't let thorns grow in. Come on. If you don't care about your harvest, you'll let thorns grow in. Somebody talk to me. You'll let weeds grow in it. You'll let the fowl the air get. If you don't care about your harvest, if all you're, if all you're concerned about with what's here right now, you're not going to be having a mindset, and you're not going to protect what God has given you. But if you have a harvest mindset, when the enemy comes and says God's not going to do it, you brush it off and you keep going. When, when the enemy says, oh, look at how bad your situations are. Look how now nothing's working. Look how you, you don't see any evidence of what God is doing. It doesn't make no difference for you. Why? Because you have a harvest mindset. You see it. You obtain it. You have it. You know it's here. You know it's done. And you just go about your business praising God. You see, that's what God said to me one time. He said, it doesn't matter how long it takes to manifest. He said, the most important thing it is, is that it is. It's finished. Let me ask you something in here this morning. If what God has promised you, it is, meaning it's finished, how can the enemy stop it? That should should have made you shout it right there. How can he stop it? How can you stop something that's already done? Ooh, glory. 2 Corinthians 9. He says, but this I say unto you, He which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly. He which soweth bountifully shall what? Reap also bountifully. Go to the next one, Dave. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. He that soweth to his flesh shall reap of his flesh corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. And let us not be weary in well-doing for in due season we shall reap, in other words we shall see manifestation if we faint not. And the Greek says if we don't quit. Now, I read to you two scriptures right there. Let me tell you something. The Bible says that God will not be mocked how much of a surety is it to trust in God's word I want you to look at some right now how much of a surety it is for me to get in the scripture and actually see it manifest in my life it's an absolute surety right why because watch this. <coughs> See, you've read this so many times, but you've never caught it. God said, I will not be mocked. That word mocked in the Greek means to be laughable or unreal. How many's ever ever uh, had somebody say they're going to do something and you laughed about it? Why? Because you know them, right? You know it don't matter if they promise you the sun, the moon, the stars. They're not going to do what they said. Because you know their track record, right? But here we've got God. Now before I go any further, I want to tell you God's track record. He's never failed, not once. He's never went back on His word, not once. Oh, come on somebody. He has never lost a battle. He has never promised something and not brought it forth. Never. He has always kept His end of the bargain. So God says right here, He says, I will not be mocked what does that mean what did he say he wouldn't be mocked at sowing and reaping bless god i don't i've sowed and i've done this and i've done that and it didn't work god is not mocked what does that mean let me tell you what that means if i sow to joy i will most certainly reap joy If I don't, then God is mocked. Are you listening to what I'm saying? If I sow to peace in the word of God, if I sow something towards peace, if I put my faith to it and I work this thing, I must receive peace. Peace. I don't care what you think about it. I will receive peace. Why? Because God is not mocked. Whatsoever I sow, I am going to reap what I sow. That's why I don't have any problems sowing, ladies and gentlemen. Come on, give him some praise. I don't have any problem sowing to God. I'm not just talking about money. I sow money unto ministries. I I sow my time unto things. I sow my praise and worship unto God. And let me tell you something. I have not ever, did not ever receive what I didn't sow. If you sow corn into the ground, you will never get cabbage. Never. Why? Because God is not mocked. Now, see, you can understand that on a natural point. Now, let's bring it over to the Spirit. You, you cannot stand here and tell me that I sowed for my healing and I didn't get it. You just called God a liar. This is how serious this is. God is not mocked. If I sow to my healing, he's got to, I've got to reap healing. I don't care what the church talks. Oh, well, brother sister, so, brother, sister, so-and-so is not your example. The Word of God is your example. If I sow, Whatever I sow to in the kingdom of God, that is what I must reap of. So if you're asking me in here this morning, how much of a surety is it for me to trust, to put my faith in God, to put my trust in God? Let me tell you something. There's nothing greater you can put your trust in. Nothing. You can trust in your job and you'll lose your job. Somebody talk to me now. You can trust in your spouse and they'll fail you. You can trust in your mom and your dad. They'll fail you. But if you put your trust in God, you will never fail. Now, if you believe that, put your hands together and give God some praise. He will not be mocked. So he said, if you sow much, you reap much. You sow sow little, you reap a little. Why can we not understand that? When it's the same thing in your garden. If you plant a few seeds, you get a few things back, right? But if you do a whole row or several rows, guess what you're going to get? You're going to get a whole lot more back. A harvest mindset, ladies and gentlemen. How do no, I'm, I'm going to let you in on a secret now? God told me this one time, and I'm going to share it with you. He said, "If you want peace, sow peace into somebody else. If you want joy, bring joy to somebody else." That's a powerful statement right there. Now I want you to think about it. He said, if you, if, you want, if you want money, he said, then help somebody else. Give it away to somebody else. Do you see what he just said right there? If you want something, you've got to sow for it, right? Come on. You've got to sow for it. It's like, it's like our, our bodies. We want a million-dollar body, but we sew into the couch. Come on. You can't sew to the couch and get a million-dollar body, can you? You can't do it. It's, it's, it's funny, but it's true, right? But what do you have to do? You have to sew to get that body, right? What would happen in the body of Christ? Listen. Having a harvest mindset is not just believing what God said he's going to do in your life. Having a harvest mindset is in everything that you do. Go to Genesis real quick. Watch this. Genesis 8:22. It says while the earth remains there will be seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter. Well, there goes global warming. And day and night shall not what? Cease. This is what God said. So listen, God said, as long as the earth remain, is the earth still remaining? Okay. Then it's seed time and harvest. Everything. You know, everything you do is seed and harvest. Sowing and reaping. Everything you do. Everything. So watch this. So I need to have a harvest mindset. In everything that I do, when's the last time? You say, oh, Lord, I just want you to bless me. I just want you to bless me. Now, I'm going to step on some toes here right now. I just want you to bless. Well, when's the last time you are a blessing to somebody else? Come on. I know we want to say, Lord, come on, let heaven rain down in this place. But sometimes God says you got to sow to reap. You want some joy about you? Bring some joy to somebody else. Now, now, when's the last time you just thought, I'm going to do something for somebody? I didn't come to hear this this morning. When's the last time you just took it up on your own? Hey, I'm going to bless somebody today. I'm going to do something for them. And it's not just money. It could be anything. I'm going to uh, help them unload the truck. I'm going to help them do this or do that, whatever they need. They've been asking me to come over and, and do something. I'm, I'm just going to spend time with it. When's the last time you've done something like that? Oh, I'm just going through it right now. I've just got so many things on me. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man or woman sows, that shall he reap. Do you know why faith works for me, church? Because I sowed the faith. Are you hearing me? Do you want to know why God is blessed? you want to know why God moves in my life? Because I sowed to it. God will do the same exact thing for you. It's no different. But you got to have a harvest mindset. See, when, when God tells me something, if he, if he comes up here today, if we come up for prayer and God tells me something, I'm not holding on to a seed The moment he tells me I'm thinking harvest, I'm already getting a picture in my mind. You see what I'm saying? It's time you do the same thing. Why? See, I can do that when I know that God never fails. See, some of you, you've let life beat you down and you don't get your hopes up on anything. Come on. You don't get your hopes up on anything, so you don't dream big. You don't do anything. You don't do this and do that. Why? Because you want to keep it safe because you've been taught that life always lets you down. Well, I've been introducing you to a God that never lets you down. He never disappoints you. He never crushes your dreams. If he put the dreams there in you, that's because he wanted to fulfill them. Woo, Jesus. I'm, I'm fixing to preach myself happy in here this morning. I'm talking about an assurity. I'm talking about I'm so thankful that I know a God that does exactly what he said he'll do. It don't matter what you think. It don't matter what the nation or a culture or anything else thinks. God is who he is, and he does what he said he would do. Somebody give him some praise for that right now. <laughs> Hallelujah. So what's my... Advice to you today? Go ahead and put some music on today. What's my advice on you today? Sow, sow, sow. You say, I thought we was talking about harvest. You see, here we go. (coughs) If I have a harvest mindset, I'm always going to sow. Do you notice something in the story of the scattered seed? Do you notice that there was never an issue with the amount of seed? Did you ever notice that? There was no shortage on the supply of seed. Do you ever notice that? Do you ever notice that everything in nature, there's no shortage of it? Why? Because everything God makes, he makes it to multiply, 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 keep going and keep going and keep going. Do you notice that anything that God makes, there's no shortage? None. Not even water. People want to tell you all the time, oh, there's a shortage of water. Where did it go? I want y'all to stop and think for a minute. Where did it go? That water you dump in the sink goes right back to the plant and then goes right back to your tap. There's no shortage in God. I serve the God that there's no shortage of. There's no limit to him. But he's always got more and more and more. So what's my job? So. You can't go. Tell me, how can you go wrong so enjoy in joy into somebody's life? Come on. How can you? Listen, how can you go wrong so in time, your time, into somebody's life? You can't go wrong. How can you go wrong sowing money into a ministry or into somebody's life? You can't. You cannot go wrong. So sow. Say it with me. Sow. Sow. And then one more time. Sow. Everything you do. Because whether you know it or not, you're going to sow today. It may not be for what you want, but you're going to sow today. I'm trying to tell you to start sowing to what you do want. Are you hearing me? You need to start. Oh, I want to be a mighty man or woman of God. Well, have you sowed to it? No, I guarantee you, you've sowed to the television or something else. But you got to spend time with Him. you got to fellowship with Him. What was I doing? I was sowing. I was sowing. And guess what? I reaped of it. I'm going to say this one more thing and close. Nothing you do for God is wasted. What did Paul say? He said, be not deceived. God is not mocked. For in due season you will reap if you faint not. Somebody say, I will reap. God is not mocked, right? So that means anything I do for him. If he did not pay me back for it, then he would be mocking himself. Now, I'm telling you something you don't hear in church because all you hear in church is give and don't expect nothing back. That ain't in the word. I said it's not in the word. Some man taught you that. God said give, and it what? Shall be given. I'm not just talking about money. I'm talking about anything you do. Anything I do for God, it is never wasted. You showing up to church this morning, do you realize that it done something? Oh, no, I just showed. No, you sowed something, and you'll reap from it. Do you know every time you open this Word and you read it, you know you're sowing something, and you'll reap from it. Every time you go and say, you know what, I could do this or do that, but I'm going to take some time out and spend time with God today.